to Don't Be All Like Uncool, a way too deep dive into the most shallow people on the planet. My name is Julia. I am stepping in for Elizabeth today because she is hitting the bunny slopes on a snowboard. And of course, I'm joined by the lovely Alex Moran. And I'm also standing in for Elizabeth. We're both standing in for her. Me and Julia make one Elizabeth. And my tagline uh, for this week and I'm going to make you guess who I'm attributing it okay. to. Are you ready? I'm not tying the knot with the tie I forgot. Oh, my gosh. Okay, at first I was going to say Lindsay and Carl. Oh, gosh. Is this Raquel and this Marmy manager? What's his Allow name? Allow me Peter? to read it again. Uh, word perfect. I'm not tying the knot with the tie. I forgot. I'm going to have to call a friend, and that friend is, in fact, you, Alex. (laughs) Great, because that was me as Elizabeth doing that tagline. So now me as Alex is going to help you out. And I think that, (laughs) well, who was Lala talking to at that party whose name she forgot? A guy named Ty. Oh, my gosh. what was she saying to Lisa Vanderpump? She's not looking to settle down anytime soon. That's just my guess, though. Let's go back to Alex as Elizabeth. That's right. (laughs) Um, what a deep dive. Did not remember that guy's name was Ty. You forgot. But we are going to see an awkward double date. Do you think a double date is a group date? Yes. Or like a group thing? Okay. When she said a group thing to Katie, I pictured like 20 people. But no, there are in fact four people at that dinner, the future well, dinner we're going to watch. Well, I guess, have you been in like hanging out with like multiple couples and you've called it a group date before? I don't think I've ever called anything a group date. I call it a double date. But like with three couples involved. Or like we're all going that's out a, for a group date. That's a group date. I've never, I would never done say, that. I would never say thruple date. No, thruple is a gross word. It is a bad word. It's like moist. It evokes like the throat. Speaking of moist, are you ready for my tagline? <laughs> Meaning I'm going to like recoil by <laughs> the sound of it. Because everyone hates the word moist. Yes. I don't love cheese. I'm in love with cheese. This is a Jersey person. It's every single person in Jersey, but Danielle is definitely (laughs) someone. Who knew cheese was that sexual? I did. Well, Alex, you're (laughs) ahead of the game. (laughs) Where do you want to start? We have three amazing shows. The whole time talking about Vanderpump Rules. Okay, Vanderpump Rules. Do you want to kick it off, Alex? Well, you know, at one point in time, people referred to me as Miranda Pump Rules. Yes, of course. Um, but, you know, with the last, in the post Jax era, I feel like I've asked people to stop calling me that. <laughs> we t- hinted at it last week. Elizabeth said it was the best episode of the show she's seen ever last <laughs> week. And I think. But it's- she never watched it with Jax. So I think this was her first real Vanderpump Rule moment. That's true. And mm-hmm. I think that. Um, the juice is still there. I think that we got have a lot of what made me fall in love with earlier seasons of Vanderpump um, in this episode. We have James being out of control. Yes. In the most like, I don't know how to describe the way he is when he's like in love. It feels very like medieval, uh, emphasis on evil, uh, yes. medieval like little prince. We learned a lot about James. When he was with Raquel, he paid for everything. 
So oh, now yeah. he has a new little girl. The prettiest little girl in the world, Alexandra Lubert. She is a little girl, and mm-hmm. Raquel has turned into a woman. As we know, Trump has deemed her a woman, as she's no longer fit to, mm-hmm. be, to compete for the Miss America pageant. And that was only the second most shocking part of that scene, that her date with uh, Peter where she kind of joke self-deprecatingly is like I'm deeply de- I was deeply depressed and then Peter's like I think you still are deeply depressed and then she breaks down crying and then he makes her cry yep. <laughs> he handled that so well we- he weirdly did but it also he- she's cried on two dates we may not even seen the first crying date he knows what to do when she's cries he has had That's practice true. with Raquel mm-hmm. crying before I think a star is born with Raquel we're watching a star being born. Oh, yes. And James, so another thing he does, I think, is he loves Bombs, his girlfriend. I think he has to be, like, fully in love and treat her like a queen and pay for everything. Mm-hmm. I think that's his M.O. And I think if we're going to get really deep into this, I think that's what his dad did with his mom until mm-hmm. they got divorced. And I think that's probably what his dad does with all of his new relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he paid for Raquel's face. Yes. And the apartment. And I'm assuming the dog he's no longer allowed to see. Very funny to find out what boundaries are and establish boundaries <laughs> and have the, ba- the, the main boundary be, I'm not going to tell you if our dog is sick. <laughs> <laughs> that dog could die and he would never know. Yes. Okay, Schwartz and Sandy's opening. Alex, thoughts on aesthetics? I will say it does just look like a Lisa Vanderpump place. Mm-hmm. It's so, got a lot going on. Yeah, not surprised at all that she loved it. What I thought was the funniest bit about Schwartz and Sandy's is it's like the Toms are just two dudes that constantly have people wanting them to open restaurants with them. <laughs> and they don't really want to open it themselves. They're not restaurateurs. I think they kind of be the first people to tell you that wasn't their strong point. Yet that is the career they have chosen. It's truly odd. And people keep getting surprised about picking them to be the face of like these restaurants. It is weird. The expectation of them that they don't really go out of their way to prove ever. No. And if this guy was good at his job at like opening all these restaurants and like he knew his shit, he would have like gotten 51% and just done it. Yeah, he would have like done his research on these guys with Tom Tom, Greg. Greg getting mad at Lisa for not raising them better was one of the funniest scenes I had ever oh, seen. Oh, because she does not give a shit. Mm-mm. <laughs> not her problem. She, if we want to speak on Lisa a little bit, did something weird with Lala during their sit-down. She tried to make her culpable. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was in that moment and the weird moment during her confessional where she was like trying to pretend like she and Andy Cohen were still chummy, which mm-hmm. gave me like a crazy vibe that she and Andy Cohen do not speak anymore. Mm-hmm. And how she approached Lala. She's setting up more of a Real Housewife of Beverly Hills conversation with Lala. Like, oh, is she trying to create like a Real Housewife scenario? Because she has all of these Vanderpumpies aging out of the system. 
only Raquel works there. She's the last one standing. Mm-hmm. Like, where is Lisa's place in all of this? Anyway. Just Interesting. So she was trying to find like a peer amongst the cast to have that sort of conversation with, or like to be on the same level, uh, or she, or trying to like trying to like vet Lala, or like give her like a chance to prove that she would be able to handle like that sort of high drama. I think so. It didn't work. No, it didn't. It made it look like she was trying to actively get like Lala canceled, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is also on Lala and Lala's response. Yes. Which did not help Lala's case in my eyes, her reaction. Lala's not in a good... I think that she's just... She's dealing in so many extremes that it was funny when Katie herself... Like, when she was talking about how, like, everything's, like, a black or white issue, Katie was like, but why? Why does it have to be? Mm-hmm. Well, Katie needs Lala to be a forgiving person, which is yes. a step in her life Lala's cut out, because as we saw in the flashback, which I, like, conveniently forget sometimes, oh, she called Katie her did call her a whore. <laughs> and Lala has done the work to forgive her. And Lala and Katie, I think that's the friend group. Like, it's like a little friend duo. Because mm-hmm. we know Sheena Shea's not friends with them. That's, yeah, I know. She's never been friends with them. No. She's never been a friend. Isn't that so sad? It's so sad. Everything's happening except for my friendships <laughs> with my castmates. <laughs> I think maybe my favorite cut, editing choice, mm-hmm. in Vanderpump Rules, in my memory, happened this episode. And it's near the end after the amazing scene of Katie and Schwartz having their big talk. The whole, was it all worth it? conversation yeah you you overhear schwartz start saying you know i was watching the notebook the other day he's talking in his like fucking drawly schwartz you know you don't expect what to come next to come next and what comes next is a smash cut to his talking head where his face is drenched in tears (laughs) (laughs) talking about the scene in the notebook where ryan gosling is like talking about how like they never stopped being together it's the best one of the greatest things that's happened on this show. <laughs> Which I can't say that for anything that happened last season on Vanderpump Rules. I don't remember anything that happened last season on Vanderpump Rules. No, we are truly in an amazing space. On Watch What Happens Live, Taylor from Southern Charm was asked, what other guy in the Bravo-verse would you consider going after? And she said Schwartz. I was going to say this transition oh as we transition us into a show that Taylor isn't in. So here we are. <laughs> so <We're> going- <laughs> Summer House? So Summer House. <laughs> Well, summer's back, baby. And maybe it's because oh, yeah. it's been so unseasonably cold this winter. Unseasonably cold this winter. Way colder than most winters. Uh-huh. I am so ready for summer. And here Me it is. Me too. I wore a t-shirt outside today after watching this episode. Oh my gosh. Episode. Did you shiver in the breeze? Yeah, I'm freezing. Summer is back. It's great to be back. We are very female heavy. We desperately need more men. And we're getting a lot of friend of men. Do you, but do you think this is so Carl and Kyle have to like really confront each other? And if I they were worried, so. if they give them more men besides random new dude whose name is Chris. Oh, the new Alex? I think that if they had more men to play with, they wouldn't ever speak. And we'll see how I feel about it next week, but I kind of like that right now. I kind of want to see a blow-up between them. Okay. Remember, next week, we get two more women. Great. <laughs> I think anything that'll just keep chipping away at that 
that the facade of, of Carl that you know bugs the shit out of me. I think yeah. he's the fakest guy alive. I don't trust him in any way. In his new, like, newfound, like, I'm a new guy, I'm a good guy mode. I don't trust it. Do you think Lindsay's going to be hurt? Going to be hurt? Yeah. Yeah. I think she'll be hurt, but she'll also be the reason why it all goes awry. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Lindsay. <laughs> Her screaming, I'm the only adult here, and I truly think she thinks she's the mature one. But Mm -hmm. you look at a woman like Mia. Who is the most level-headed person that's ever been on a Bravo show. And Lindsay, you don't want to be the villain of the show, but you're literally finding the fan favorite, the person everyone likes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. If there were more guys with the way the bedrooms are set up now with like 100 beds to one room, I think it would give us like Jersey Shore, which I would love. No, you're right. It actually would be very interesting in that regard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I do get that we, like, we've been following Carl and Lindsay and Kyle since day one. And so I feel like we need to really give this space. But when the space is over, I need more men and I need some bed shuffling because that would be so much fun. I agree. Because the only other guy, uh, the new Alex, Chris, is like alone in a room with two beds. <laughs> And, like, and the girls are so happy to be piled in the master together. Uh-huh. And he looked like he was having, like, PTSD, like, flashbacks when he, he lost his pillow. I got very worried for everyone in the house. <laughs> That's so military to be so exact about how you make your bed. It's true. What do we think about Gabby? Besides love her. Couldn't get enough of her. I was very worried at first, I'll be honest, when her personality just seemed to be astrology. But once we got past that... Oh. Great. She's going to be... <laughs> so what's be, your moon rising sign, Alex? We get past all that. She's fine. <laughs> I think she'll be great. It'll be good seeing her, like, because I've got a taste of it, of her and Paige, kind of, and Mia, kind of having, like, a fun, like, fake fight about the closet. I feel like uh-huh. we're going to get some actual <laughs> fights <laughs> over the same type of thing. That tension's going to boil. Yeah, like, the three of them have a little something that's going to make one of them tick. One of my favorite Mm -hmm. moments in the episode was when Paige was having to tell Mia that she isn't a tequila girl anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Mia said, I'm so upset. And then Mia yells to Gabby in Gabby's closet and is Mm -hmm. like, Gabby, do you take tequila shots? Hell yeah. And Mia's, okay, I'm over it. Do you think Gabby's sleeping in there? <laughs> oh my gosh, just amongst her clothes. Well, she has to make sure no one takes the long hanging dress section. <laughs> oh, and then what do we think of Sam, who I was a little worried we were going to get another Bitcoin broker. Oh, right. I, I got to be honest, I just had to rack my brain for a second. So, about who Sam maybe was? not the strongest first impression. Unfortunately, she was paired up with the other person that also didn't leave a good impression. But that's not going to last. That's a Sierra Alex relationship. Yes, the model nurse hasn't shown up yet. You know who the other guy needs to be is Austin. I know Craig's coming, but we need Austin in here. That'll just add to the Lindsay's. I feel bad for Lindsay already. She's going to have to deal with the Carl and Kyle thing, and she has the Danielle mm. thing happening. I know. And then next year, she will not be in the same place. But I was thinking about Carl and Loverboy. And I know, like, it's fun to have that. But, like, he is sober. So is working for an alcohol brand really a good fit? 
Yeah, maybe he just shouldn't be on this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then where would the money come from, Alex? One last thing, Kyle's mm-hmm. hair. What are you doing? Come on. <laughs> Amanda's even trying to make it look good. And then makes us look at how she tried to make it look good. That was painful for me. I think he's finally like kind of found like an approximation for like the types of wigs that he likes to like have on. He kind of just has like a full time like party wig. So I get why he's. Oh doing my gosh, that. that is true. Maybe Amanda goodwilled the box of mullets. <laughs> Maybe the Fourth of July mullet is gone. <laughs> Though I will miss it because I have seen it every <laughs> that, year for the last be, seven years. That'd be funny. That's his trick when she's like, "No more wigs." Ultimatum for us getting married. <laughs> Alrighty, should we move on to Jersey? All right, I have a hot mic, Marge. Jen Fessler. That's it. Just every time she goes, Jen Fessler. She's given Jen Fessler the full name treatment, and that's, that's, she just loves saying it. I think, and also it caught on, like they all just call her Jen Fessler. They have to distinguish her from the other Jen, who is on an island all by herself. Deserved. I don't really know what her plan is with this. Why does she think she can win this battle with Dolores? Dolores has a likability that transcends all Bravo shows. Do you think that she thinks she has, and then this would um, make sense as to why she aligns herself with her so much, a Teresa-type presence on the show, where, like, if she's able to trick herself into thinking she's like Teresa... It'll all be fine and, like, it doesn't really matter how wrong she is. Like, she'll stick around. And that's, you know, that's, I think, why her and Teresa kind of have, like, a bond. Okay. Because Teresa, like, can start any fight, do whatever drama, and again, it keeps her on the show. It doesn't matter how Mm -hmm. wrong she is, but it's, I think Jennifer is miscalculating how much, like, she could get away with compared to Teresa. Because when Teresa thinks she's right, you, you believe that? Mm-hmm. So it's almost like you're willing to like overlook how wrong she is about something because like well obviously she's wrong but like you know but Jennifer there's something more conniving about it. Yes. Well, with Jen too, I think she's just so unhappy. Clearly, and she's constantly investigating people. She is. She's a detective, Dodie. So she and Marge have a lot more in common. Like, wouldn't it be fun if they joined forces? I, I feel like that would take Marge down. I feel like the stink <laughs> on Jennifer is, is too smelly. Okay. <laughs> Marge, even Marge wouldn't be able to survive that. I think Danielle's great. I'm happy she's really stepped in. Love her mozzarella mm-hmm. party. So funny yeah. that she like took it upon herself to kind of like, she's the reason Jackie's like friend of. A new person stepping in and immediately being like, yeah, they're not invited to my mozzarella party. It just, it just wasn't working out. She's the reason. She took Jackie down. Honestly, don't miss Jackie. So sad to say. Thrilled with this cast. Love all the new women. I completely agree. It'll be very funny when Jackie just like comes back next week <laughs> as a main <laughs> cast member. Do you like Jen Fessler? She's Jewish. I was um, going to say the same thing. <laughs> I do like her. I loved when she tried to step in and tell the women like, Let's just sort out these issues. I was immediately and shut down. Both those women turned around, and all I heard was, no, this is our job. Do not put us out of business. All I heard was, Jen Fessler? <laughs> like, we have facts to support that Teresa sat 
her brother and Melissa at a different table. And <laughs> history has been rewritten. Great example of Teresa absolutely just like being wrong about something, but like I believe her. <laughs> it's now her story. She thought she and Melissa had a great time in LA together. I guarantee you they did not speak once. <laughs> I know, she probably thinks they took a bunch of red carpet pics together. They do get paired up like they were on Ultimate Girls Trip together. Like, mm-hmm. they have to do a lot together for two women who hate each other. And never so talk to much. each other. Right. The sad thing is, it's like, just with Jen, Melissa doesn't have the staying power Teresa does. Mm-mm. So this is a poorly calculated move on her I know, because she's banking on Her husband's comedian career to nearly take off. Keep her on the show. Which, to be fair, he's Andy Cohen's favorite house husband. It'll be tough to remove Joel Gorga from the equation. Did you crack up when you saw the footage of Joe Gorga going just crazy into Teresa's ex-husband? Absolutely. Like, I love that. I feel like we that might happen to Louis this season. I hope we get that rage. As funny as it is to watch Joe Gorgon full sad, it's sad. It's just sad is what it is mode. I don't want that to be the <laughs> entire season. Our parents would be rolling in their graves. Guess that's how it is. We won't talk to each other. It's sad. Also very jarring to see Teresa uh, try to play mediator um, as well during that <laughs> Stop it, Jen Fessler, during that whole moment. Teresa also uh-huh. was trying to break that up. <laughs> no one even hears her. This is the easiest segment to do, but I think for the for our inaugural Teresa Talks, oh. in addition to our Hot Mike Marge, okay. we got an all-timer. This is a fresh of breath air. <laughs> so good. I don't have a Hot Mike Marge, but I do have... An amazing Marge moment. And that's when Marge Whole is yelling at Jen. Thing. A Marge moment. Mm-hmm. And she told Jen that the word hypocrite is out. We're over <laughs> hypocrites. The new one is if you're being genuine or not. So mm-hmm. anyway, and Jen is not Jen, you win. Don't be all like uncool. What is the big secret about Marge, by the way? Do you have any guesses? I would hate this. But I, I'm assuming it's a cheating thing. Ugh, boring. I want it to be weird. I want it to be like that house, that new housekeeper of hers is actually her real mother. <laughs> Something crazy. <laughs> Marge Senior's not her mom. Joe fucked that motorcycle he was in the photo shoot with. They had such good chemistry. She does give blowjobs in the car while he's driving. Maybe that was it, and she just, like, gave away the secret they were all talking about. That was a fun little game. Melissa, what a... She's so boring. I know what you mean about, like, there's really nothing keeping her on the show without the Gorgas. Alrighty. Should we move to awards? Mm-hmm. In my award this week is the I Take Comedy Very Seriously Award, named after Ariana from Vanderpump Rules when she um, ridiculed Kristen Doty's um, attempted career at doing sketch comedy. Um, And I actually am not giving the award to anyone this week. I'm taking the award away. (gasps) Oh my gosh! From Ariana herself. (laughs) 
who this week, the formerly serious comedian Ariana, um, oh no, lost an extension, pretended like it was an undersea creature and had it like floating around. So unfunny that Raquel herself stared at her blankly and went, uh, sure. <laughs> and she couldn't even make Raquel laugh. And then she threw it. And then she threw behind. it. Behind. Yeah. And then like Raquel's gonna have to like clean it up, or the dog who's already the sick is gonna eat it. I was very <laughs> concerned about this extension. It made me upset that it was back me there. Me too. And then after all that, her talking head is about Raquel being, like, free. And she chooses the most hack reference point, Forrest Gump, and says, Run, Raquel, run. Ariana, your days on the comedy stage, they're, they're long gone. I'm sorry. You clearly don't take it seriously anymore, so. I have an award, and it's the Not Just Award. And I was really worried when we met Sam in Summer House mm. that we were going to get another Jess. But she did a little twirl in a hot swimsuit and made all the girls tell her how good she looked. And I'm like, perfect. We don't have That's another true. Jess. She's not going to go cry to Corey being like, they don't compliment me. She makes these women compliment her. Oh, and Julia. Yes. Corey hasn't shown up yet. I know. <laughs> see what happens anyway i'm thrilled we're starting our new group with a great vibe which is amazing because our old group has bad vibes for old people they've earned the right to be lame that's all i I gotta say and to try to rebel against their lameness and the way that kyle's doing it's gonna cause such great friction it's great all right well thank you so much for joining me alex anytime You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at likeuncoolpodcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all. 